Welcome to Smashing Through Walls with Carla McGee. Whether you are just pulling up a seat to the table, breaking a glass ceiling, or smashing through walls, grab your favorite mug and join us on the first and third Friday at 11 o'clock for candid conversations with industry experts and decision makers as we navigate and explore all the things related to real estate and community. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Smashing Through Walls, where we don't just want to break the glass ceiling. We want to smash through the walls. I'm super excited today because I am an East Valley girl. I love all my beautiful views. I can see the superstitions from my mailbox and Red Mountain from my house. So the fact that I have two fellas here from Apache Junction makes me really excited because I can't wait to hear what's going on. So guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Well, hello, I'm Brian Powell, and I'm excited to be here with you. I'm the city manager for the city of Apache Junction, and we're thrilled to be here and talk a little bit about the great things that are going on in our neighborhood. Been part of the Apache Junction community now 21 years. Since you were like five. That's how I was five, yeah. yeah. Just (laughs) (laughs) something like that. And, uh, you know, we've been there and and, uh, started out uh, as a a currently positioned as a city manager, but but prior to that, assistant and in my role now, I work closely with the mayor and city council in establishing their goals and objectives about what the future brings. Cool. And I hope we get to talk a lot about that today. Yeah. And my name is Rudy Esquivius, and I am the Development Services Director for the City of Apache Junction. I have been in Apache Junction, an employee of the City of Apache Junction, for 33 years. As of last June, uh, started there fresh out of school, graduated from ASU, started as an entry-level uh, planner, and work my way up, uh, and now I'm the director. I've seen a lot of growth in Apache Junction, seen a lot seen a lot of change in Apache Junction. It's an exciting, dynamic place. have seen the, the city not only grow in terms of population, but also in terms of land area. We've processed many, many annexations in, in my time with the city, and we continue to grow. We continue to bring in new people and demographics are changing and the landscape is changing. Apache Junction is beautiful. The, we have the Superstition Mountains, which are our pride and joy, and it's just a really fun place to work. Well, I mean, how could they not be your pride and joy? Right. I mean, if yeah. you've spent any time in anywhere in the East Valley, that is immediately where your eye is drawn to, right? Because they're stunning. Absolutely. I know there's a couple clients I've had where they're like, hey, we want to live in Scottsdale or we want to live in Mesa. You know, I, I get that a lot. And I'm like, I just want to show you a couple areas a little bit further east because I, I'm getting the vibe or they're telling me like, man, we just want that Arizona living and mm-hmm. lifestyle. And I was like, I know those are popular, but I know where you really want to be. So um, certainly it starts to open up, right, Rudy? So you get oh, a little bit further absolutely. east, get past Signal Butte and all yep. of a sudden like the freeway's gone and you feel like, oh, wow. Little breathing room. I didn't know all this was out here. Right. No, it really is. People are always surprised. They're like they are legitimately surprised that it's that gorgeous out there. And so, so how are you getting the secret out? Should we keep letting this well, cat out of the bag? Well, for part of me, I'm kind of like, shh, don't tell nobody, because yeah. <laughs> it does present some um, items and issues. But uh, you know, the Superstition Mountains right there after Grand Canyon and maybe Sedona, right, Rudy? We always talk about yes. that. We're like, wow, yes, we've got, we've got most awesome place in Lost Dutchman State Park. And uh, we are working hard to help people understand the kind of items that that uh, people maybe not know about us as we're closer than folks think we are. We're True. Th- 31 miles from Sky Harbor Airport, 18 miles from Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport, 
Um, I always joke with my friend Chris Brady over at the city manager at City Mesa that I can make it to his airport, Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport, quicker than he can. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's it's about, you know, just as close. Well, and especially now that they're that they've started and are opening more parts of the of Highway 24. Mm -hmm. So talk about that, because I know that has made Queen Creek explode. So what do you think that's going to do for AJ? Well, maybe I can kick this one off, Rudy. But yeah, this this last week, ADOT in partnership uh, with MAG, Maricopa Association of Governments, Pinal County, Maricopa County, the city of AJ, Queen Creek, and and Mesa uh, opened up another four miles all the way out into our city mm -hmm. and Queen Creek. About seven years ago, the city of Queen Creek, Mesa, and uh, AJ, we coordinated our boundaries. Sometimes that can get a little sticky. And, <laughs> you know, everybody's, you know, gets a little bit like, well, what, you know. A little territorial. A little territorial. Yeah. And uh, all that land out there is owned by the state land department. And so in coordination with the landowner, which is so important in a in a capitalistic group, we got to work with that landowner. They have, they have rights, property rights, and they were a great partner. And so we coordinated that that alignment, it's called Fry Road alignment, right right about there in between uh, Williamsfield and, and Germain. That 24 now uh, basically intersects, it does intersect. It is the line between AJ on the north and, and Queen Creek on the south. Correct. Wow. Yeah, and uh, the, the SR24 just as of last week now connects to Ironwood. Uh, of course, uh, our, our yeah. neighbors in Queen Creek for many years had to drive up Ironwood which all the way to the 60, which is a very busy roadway. Mm -hmm. And now there's going to be some traffic relief, and it couldn't have come at a better time because uh, Ironwood, uh, north of the 24, is where all of our uh, brand new master plan communities are being constructed. Construction uh, will inevitably cause some traffic delays, so that SR24 reliever is, is going to be a, a, you know, a big help in, in, in that regard. We're very excited about the growth down there and glad the 24 has finally reached us. And in the coming years, it'll uh, extend further to the 60. We don't know how long that's going to be, but eventually the 24 will uh, join the road that takes you uh, down to places like Florence and, right. and communities to our southeast. That's what I read at yeah. one point when the, and I think the initial expansion happened um, so what, like five years ago, six years ago, mm -hmm. is that this eventually was going to go all the way to the Florence exit and like diagonally connect everything. Right. Um, but that first, the first priority was getting it to Ironwood. So how exciting. So what's the next, like the next uh, piece of that? Well, we have, uh, in order for us to keep going, it's on a plan. It's called the mm -hmm. Pinal County uh, Transportation Plan, similar to Maricopa County. Pinal County has its organizations as well, and it's in Pinal County. And November, we're going to be having another opportunity to fund, uh, pay for, because funding always is so important, a regional transportation system. And recently, this just last June, Pinal County Board of Supervisors uh, voted to approve an election to allow for half-cent sales tax on the ballot this November for the residents of Pinal County to consider this regional transportation system, which is what would fund the parkway or freeway east of Ironwood towards Florence. In addition, for us in Apache Junction, it is also um, on the plan is a north-south corridor freeway from Apache Junction to Coolidge. Um, about $300 million over the next 20 years. Wow. Um, the plan itself is could, could be as much as a billion dollars. I like to say, uh, so I'm Arizona native. Grew up in Safford. Rudy grew up in Nogales. Mm -hmm. We've watched our whole lives, you know, kind of this connection between Phoenix, Tucson, and uh, the ability for Maricopa County to have the 101, 202, 
the 303, if you do the equidistance, Pinal County, Maricopa County ends in that distance next one in conjunction with ADOT is like a 404, but we would call it the north-south. Where the 60 ends is called Mountain View Road. Mm-hmm. There's a really neat place. We call it Silly Mountain. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever hiked parks. it. Yeah, one I of have, our community I yeah. am not athletic, so I have not because that would be a problem. But I know what you're talking about because my in-laws and my mother yeah. both live out in Gold Canyon. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. we drive by Silly Mountain on the way. Yeah, right there in between Gold Canyon and HA is the mm-hmm. Silly Mountain. Mm-hmm. Don't know the name. <laughs> don't know why. Uh, right? Like where <laughs> yeah, parks the director, history yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah, Liz can help us with that. We're our parks director. But that road uh, is is kind of has a design concept report through ADOT starting the process which uh, would be a corridor right about there at Mountain View Road where the freeway ends going south. Wow. So not so not only would that create, would alleviate even more traffic, right, as yes. things increase, but um, think of what that would do for Gold Canyon and for Apache Junction, right? Because that's literally, if you came up that road or what would be that road, you would take a left to Apache Junction or a Yes, left to Apache mm-hmm. Junction and a right to Gold Canyon for those right. that are trying to visualize it. Right. Um, so that's really cool. So I was trying to think, like I was trying to visualize, like what would, what would like that system look like? Is it just the highway? Is it like a transit system? Is it what's the like the big picture vision? The big picture vision was that one of these days it'll be multimodal. Of course, um, the Phoenix um, railway system, the um, the, the light rail, so the light yeah, rail goes right to Gilbert and power. Right? Well, it made it, it. Yeah, it hasn't been to power. Or the light, the light rail hasn't gone past. I don't okay, think Gilbert yet, okay, but. yeah. So you know, maybe within the next fifty years, we'll have light rail all the way out to AJ. Our our council, our elected leaders are always looking for multimodal opportunities. Who knows uh, what the future may bring in terms of autonomous vehicles? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's lots of exciting things on the horizon, but the ideal would be to uh, Along these new freeway corridors or or parkway corridors, of course, for development to happen along the way, uh, parkways are are beautiful. Of course, you you can if you can do the landscaping and uh, connect uh, the natural washes and pr- allow for the wildlife to continue passing through. I mean, that's probably the ideal vision, but uh, it all starts starts with little steps at a time, and uh, the first. Um, the first uh, step is, of course, design mm-hmm. and uh, figuring out exactly where the corridors, where the alignments are going to be, getting the environmental studies done and, and um, uh, picking a final route, moving on from there, getting the funding. Uh, it's a long-term project. Yeah. But it's very necessary, you know, given the amount of people that are moving to Arizona and the need to accommodate growth. And right. So it's all part of a, a long-range plan. So, and that would be funded by, you said, a half a cent. Half a cent sales tax. So yep. just half a cent sales tax for Pinal County. Any transaction that is retail sales tax, or tra- we call it trans- a TPT, a transaction mm-hmm. privilege taxed, would have an additional um, half, half a percent, half cent sales on it. And that would generate, it's, I think, 20 years uh, a significant revenue stream. And so the county and the it's called Central Arizona Association of Governments. The Pinal Regional Transportation Authority could bond uh, against that and mm-hmm. get some upfront uh, revenue and then go out and build uh, these facilities. Right, and get started. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know or for those that are listening in and they're trying to visualize what Pinal County looks like, yeah. what are some of the, obviously, Apache Junction, but right. what else for them? So Pinal County is the size of Connecticut. 
And it's it's very interesting. That's uh, quite a reference. Yeah, I yeah, yeah even, we always talk huge. about that's huge. Yeah. Uh, geographically, you're looking at, at uh, Maricopa on the west side with Casa Grande. Um, some of the core historic areas, Florence, Eloy Coolidge, I call it the Tri-City area, has been there way longer than Apache mm-hmm. Junction. We've only had water, sewer, roads, those kind of things since, like, basically the early 80s. We incorporated in the late 70s. So we're kind of a newer city that way. But in terms of those cities, they've been a long time. Mm-hmm. That We would review them as kind of the, the western part of Pinal County. Then Apache Junction, Gold Canyon on Santan Valley on the north. Mm-hmm. And then we have a copper corridor on the east, Superior, Kearney, Hayden, Winkleman, another beautiful part of the state and our county. Oh yeah! So it's huge. It's it's a real, and so they have on the plan as well uh, uh, for the half cent sales tax re- roads of regional significance that would help support their economies, help support their people. The west boundary of Apache Junction uh, is Meridian uh, uh, Road, which is the county line between Maricopa County and Pinal County. So a small part of Apache Junction actually exists in Maricopa County. Interesting. And therefore, we get to be part of both uh, MAG and CAG, Maricopa Association of Governments. and Central Arizona. uh, Yeah. yeah. So it makes a lot of interesting, beneficial intergovernmental cooperation. Pinal County is not a square by any means, but uh, Apache Junction is up on the north end. And uh, because of where we're situated, there's a lot of opportunity for intergovernmental interaction. It's just uh, never-ending issues and excitement and uh, problems to solve together, projects to work on together. It's a very uniquely situated place. Sure is. We work very closely with Mesa. So much of our Commute shed. We we basically are right where Mesa's at, and there's a little bit of some unincorporated areas in in Maricopa County that are called Apache Junction, kind of like Chrisman yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, that area east of there. Yeah. But 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 Mesa does border us, and so with the new growth that's on Meridian Road, we have to correlate and coordinate with Mesa and their engineering group, the Public Works, to keep Elliott Road, uh, Warner Ray, just keep going, so that we can keep keep that growth going in a proper yeah. and appropriate way. Um, so that we can show our unique stamp of the way we're going to do growth out in Apache Junction. And then, of course, directly to our east and northeast is the Superstition Wilderness, mm-hmm. uh, the gateway to the mountain lakes. Uh, and we get a lot of uh, visitors coming through the area uh, because of those recreational mm-hmm. opportunities. And we enjoy being the gateway to those uh, types of places as well. Yeah. You know, it's incredible, the Superstition Mountains in, in the wilderness area and what it what it brings. and. It's a national forest. It, it's a, it, it is. Yeah. It's downtown. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's, it has the highest level of um, wilderness area of conservation. We have talked about in the area with our uh, um, leadership at the county level and with our mayor that potentially we, we could do more with that and the state park with trying to bring more tourism out, more folks out, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even designated as a uh, not a national park, but maybe a national monument mm-hmm. where folks could see, hey, this is. When I when I get to Mesa Gateway Airport and I want to go s- see where we go and they see this monument, hey, let's go out and and and, and interact, yeah. not just view it, but interact and go on trails and biking and other things, you know, horseback uh, riding. Horseback riding. Got oh yeah. Uh, of course, the the Western uh, tourist attraction yeah. features and and the the boating and and uh, recreational opportunities at the lakes and picnicking and camping. Oh, so uh, much. Yeah, because so you know, many folks here know. AJ. Yeah, they all know yeah. about uh, Soro, but not as much maybe Canyon Lake, right? Yeah. Which is ours. Yeah. Yeah. And I worry because I'm like, Shh, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a catch twenty two, yeah, right? Right. Well, and I've been on like both steamboats, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I love the I love totally the tours. So. It's one of my favorite things uh-huh. to do to take, like, out of town guests because they are always amazed that this sits 
in our state, that they just think of us as the wild, wild west, Mm -hmm. and we all live in the middle of the dirt, and we all have a horse in our backyard and a six-shooter on our hip, and, you know, they don't realize that we're actually, like, we have major cities, but yet we also have a lot of beauty. And so I was paddleboarding this last weekend, and I always get, like, questions on my social media, like, where are you? Are you on vacation? Like, no, I'm in my backyard. Yeah. (laughs) it's, It's really amazing. So it is it's a secret, but at the same time, it's like, I just want to share because I want people to understand how really spectacular it is here. Absolutely. Share away. Yeah. <laughs> so to to share with people, it sounds like y'all are going to build a lot of houses here real soon, which is great because we have, I think it's projected something like a 50,000 housing shortage and so it sounds like you are going to help attribute to alleviating some of that, maybe some affordable housing. Can you guys talk about what's coming on the horizon there? We've got a lot going on right now in terms of residential development. The master plan community areas, which are basically uh, being developed by DR Horton and Brookfield, will provide uh, approximately 11,000 new residential units in a roughly four square mile area. And that's just to to our to our south of, of of our you know mostly developed part of part of the city, and then within the city itself, what we call infill development, we have approximately twenty five hundred residential units uh, being planned uh, in various stages of development within uh, the the historic more traditional part of the city. Uh, we also have uh, very excited about some commercial development that's uh, finally come into Apache Junction. The residential will consist of several types of housing opportunities from your medium density sized lots. And by that, I mean maybe 6,000, 7,000 mm-hmm. square foot lots, typical tract home neighborhoods uh, and smaller lots and townhomes and apartments and courtyard homes and uh, just a diversity for different yeah. income levels. It's not all, you know, higher end. Uh, there will be uh, all types of housing for all types of people. It's going to change our demographic. It's going to change our you know, who shops there. It's going to bring in restaurants. It's going to bring in other commercial opportunities. And that is projected to all occur here, hopefully within the next 10 years. Yeah. You know, knock on wood, the economy stays good. That is the, the plan. And then in addition to that, beyond that, there are about close to 4,000 additional acres of state land that we annexed, which have yet to be planned. So, or or there's very preliminary plans, I guess. Is, is and Rudy, maybe way. talk about the zoning that's already there that's really flexible and we can work with potential buyers. Not too long ago, uh, it's been less than a year, we annexed 6,600 acres of state trust land, basically all of the uh, land to our south. And by that, I mean south of Baseline, east of Meridian uh, is all state trust land. There's about 275 square miles of state trust land to our south and southeast. Some of that land is already within the city limits of Apache Junction. We annexed another 6,600 acres. The state land department um, sold uh, about 2,800 acres of that to uh, D.R. Horton. D.R. Horton partnered with 
Brookfield, the entire land that was annexed is zoned master plan community. It is designated by our plan, by our general plan as master plan community. So basically what that means, it's, uh, it's a mechanism which makes it easy, easier on developers to develop their property. They don't have to go through individual rezonings mm-hmm. for every project. The master plan community means that it is planned and developed on a large scale. So it includes your mix of residential uses and commercial and parks and open spaces and the roadway system necessary to uh, get about in the, in the master plan community area, recreational opportunities, school sites. Yeah, uh, we're pl- pre-planning school sites, library sites, police, police club sites. stations. Yep. You know, of course, they'll be yeah. super safe. We won't have to have a— yeah, right. right. We'll be right. planning that you know, appropriately. We, that's right. part of the idea and that, this, that folks will want to come. But, you know, great schools and yep. great opportunity and, and a, good, a good, safe community to do it in. And at the same time, have, you know, help to the supply of the greater Phoenix yeah. market. Absolutely. And hopefully the idea that uh, the housing uh, prices can go down and some folks can get into some. Well, yeah, we, starting to level off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. thankfully. Yeah. I mean, with that really needed to happen mm-hmm. for the sake of everybody. So we had Housing Arizona on here and they're a nonprofit that is working to try and help with our housing shortage and, you know, work with zoning and mm-hmm. things like that to to try and help the problems we've been having. And it sounds like you guys are kind of getting in front of that with some like uh, mixed type zoning. You were talking about smaller lot sizes and townhouses and multifamily. It's like, yes. so that is, get, to me, that's getting in front of that. Super exciting yeah. that we can do that. And part of the way that it can happen there that, that way is because back when Arizona became a state hmm. in 1912, the, uh, the federal government set aside in the Western lands appropriation for state trust lands. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm sure in 1912, they thought, oh my goodness, they'll never grow right. out that far. Right. And right. so when you see land use ownership in Arizona, you'll see that out by Apache Junction, this part of Pinal County, a huge swath. And one of the biggest misperceptions that I try to work on is helping folks understand that when we're talking about a, a planning area, it's 275 square miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The growth that AJ and Apache Junction is working on is four of those mm-hmm. square miles. Just, just, just four. <laughs> just that's four. the infrastructure. Like, that's the water. I'm that's pretty everything good at that math, know. and I can't even do I don't the even percentage I, fraction. I, I, I tried one time. I think I got to. <laughs> it was like 320 years yeah. that it would take to do that, and it would have to be no recession. Everything would have to be perfect. Right. You know, all those four types 320 of things. years. Four 300. Yeah, <laughs> right. and there are folks who do get like, well, yeah, the desert's going on. Like, well, for four square miles, we'll get going, but it's all owned by one landowner, and so they wow. can sell it to one property owner. That we can, you know, think about sizing of the water lines, sizing of the sewer lines, appropriation of of appropriate uh, traffic, and how you know, of course starting to think about, you know, autonomous vehicles and all those types of things. But we can kind of tackle that up front. And we've been doing that and preparing for this growth. Right. Um, I've been here 20 years, and we've been talking about all the time. And Rudy's been with the city, how long? 33. 33. And so— And that was a discussion way back then. Way back then. (laughs) And so for us, it's like, all right, now we're doing it. And we're going to— and to me, that's like thinking ahead, mm-hmm. right? How many times have you been in a city? And of course, no city in Arizona is guilty of this. But like, I'm from Seattle originally. And there's so many times you walk around thinking, did you think of this like 100 years after the fact? Like, now you're trying to fit in this freeway system, or now you're trying to fit this in. So it sounds like us smart folks in Arizona are, you know, thinking ahead so that we have some of this put in place and planned. So as our population grows, it 
we were being smart about it. And that's one thing I appreciate about our state is it Mm -hmm. always feels like we were smart about population growth. Absolutely. Uh, We had the Growing Smarter Act, uh, which uh, spurred a lot of uh, communities to really think about growth and infill and future infrastructure needs and future transportation needs. Uh, So that uh, smart uh, growing Smarter happened about 20, 25 years ago. Wow. And, uh, of course, uh, those elements were incorporated into cities' general plans. The buzzword is not so much used anymore, but certainly the ideas uh, were put into into effect, put into place, put into practices, policies, ordinances, uh, long-range plans, exactly for the purpose of trying to accommodate the growth that we knew was coming and uh, the facilities that were going to be needed to accommodate that growth. So we're going to have a lot of people, and we're excited. We want to share our beauty with them. We want to share our state with them and your city. Are they going to have to commute out for work? How's What, what are what are's in the plan there? So I'll talk a little bit, Rudy Cantu. Mm-hmm. So we've set aside, designated that the 24 state route as it comes east in our area as employment corridor mm-hmm. zoning, which allows for that market to do. Of course, we, we know we have to work with the market market uh, market waves. And then that north-south corridor will also be a um, area for employment. So I, the, I like to look at it. There's two areas in the metro area of, of folks that are listening are from Phoenix that I like to kind of describe that, it, that it'll be like is like the 303 where surprise is at. There's just a bunch of like employers. Are, that's how they're doing right. it. They're setting aside. To, so there could be cross-commute. So folks that are in inside the city can go out to work in that in that area of the of the community. For us in the East Valley, if you've ever driven towards the um, 202 and got off into Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport, you'll see just a bunch of employers mm-hmm. going up with uh, tilt up concrete everywhere, and those are all industrial, high tech, manufacturing mostly. And so we would be doing the same. We're in that type of place where we can start starting the zone, and we're working very closely with our regional partners. Queen Creek to the south and then Mesa to the to the west. And also our groups that are public-private groups, um, one that we work closely on that we're a part of is uh, the East Valley Partnership, longstanding group that helps bring in and, and connects the importance of education, talented workforce. If you can't have a talented workforce, there's the employers aren't going to come. And so they work very closely with industry leaders to help us with that too. Sounds like maybe a branch of ASU could be in our future. Well, we have Polly, and Polly's uh-huh. over at uh, right. right there. But uh, certainly, we have our own community college, Central Arizona College. Oh, okay, yep. is in our city, right yeah. downtown. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Mesa just opened up their um, their branch of uh, and their branch of ASU, which is um, all the oh, it's technical, but it's. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like communications and. Um, oh, maybe like a STEM or a no, maybe. I'm know, trying to remember the. Uh, gosh, I'm going to sound like a ding yeah. dong. But it's basically like uh, like stuff like this, like production and, and things like that. And, you know, kind of the, fu- media, yeah, yeah. the media, the future yeah. of that. Yeah. And at ASU, uh, Downtown Mesa is their Oh, Downtown Mesa. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that was maybe up at Power and McCallops no. at uh, MCC, but Downtown. Yeah. Okay, great. They just like yeah. did one and opened it up. And so now mm-hmm. all the multifamily around there is going crazy because now you're going to get a bunch of students and more people wanting to live in mm-hmm. um, like a Mm high-density type housing. Yeah. So I live over by MCC. Okay. Yeah. So it's my goal that my kids will just go to community college first, save me a few dollars before Mm -hmm. I ship them off to ASU. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm a Gila monster over from EAC. I, I'm I'm a strong believer of the community college system. Yeah, and we have high hopes for the growth of our community college in the Apache Junction yeah, as absolutely. well. No kidding. They've got uh, a nice chunk of property in the downtown area right now. The facilities, uh, the buildings, you know, the the campus right now is is a little small, but it's got it's got the land area, the the opportunity for growth, and as more people come in, uh, hopefully more students will mm-hmm. stay in AJ, will work in AJ. Of course, we've got uh, the emerging uh, light industrial business park uh, employment opportunities at Williams Gateway. We're also part of the Williams Gateway uh, Airport Authority. Airport Authority. Oh, yeah, okay. Phoenix Mesa Gateway yeah. Airport Authority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, certainly a lot of op- uh, employment opportunities there. It's a short commute, uh, but uh, hopefully there will be spinoff businesses mm-hmm. that will locate in AJ along mm-hmm. our, our new 24 yeah, and other parts ancillary. of AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, capitalize on those types of things. Uh, that's all part of uh, what we hope to capture here in the in the coming years. And one thing I'll say, one of the beauties of the master plan community is the upfront work we're doing with broadband. Okay. So... I always say the key components of community, water, sewer, roads, and now I always add broadband. We can live, we can work right there in our in our in our house. Mm-hmm. And let's 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 think about that. Let's let's plan ahead for Amazon, <laughs> the Amazon community or whatever, you know, being able to do the things there. And so we're having major efforts in working with several broadband companies to come in when the when the trenches are open before right, we we'll have, we'll have to tear up the roads again, all those types of things. So I did want to make mention that I'm super excited about about uh, hearing about that as they're going in with and not just there. I mean, even in some of our other areas that are uh, already established. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Modernize, modernize, modernize. <laughs> <laughs> Get the, well, get the internet to everybody. <laughs> and as you talk about the 24 being like a, an employment corridor mm-hmm. and a tech corridor, kind of like what's already happening in Mesa mm-hmm. in that part of it. So it's just a natural extension, right? Yes. When So growing up in Seattle, a lot of our community colleges had all kinds of aerospace programs because we feed into Boeing, sure. right? And so to me, it makes sense if we're bringing in manufacturing or bringing in technology, why wouldn't we work with those companies to put trade programs into place at our community colleges to train people to work near where they live? Absolutely. Recently, Pinal County, Queen Creek. So Queen Creek is like us. They have a major portion of their city in Maricopa County, and now they have a little bit in Pinal. And we are mostly Pinal with some in Maricopa. Mm-hmm. On the Pinal side of their city, uh, they had recently announced that LG was coming yeah. to do some high tech. And as part of that intergovernmental agreement with the county to get that established in the, in the town, they entered into an agreement with CAC, Rudy. Yeah. And as part of that, they were somewhere at CAC system, they were mm-hmm. going to be building a training, kind of, you're talking about mm-hmm. Seattle, a place. And they selected AJ to do it up at our campus uh, to be a place where, where we would train CAC would train uh, the folks that would need to go down and be the the, the future employees. Yes, and uh, we were we were, we are super excited. Very about excited that. Project. Really yeah. cool. Because yeah. yep. I remember when I met Rudy, the presentation I heard at that time was that ninety two percent leave Apache Junction to go work elsewhere, and that you guys really wanted to work on bringing that number down. So it yes. sounds like between bringing in additional housing and then bringing in trade programs and employment, like you guys are well on your way to, to bring in that 90% down. Absolutely. That'd be a goal, get that, you know, yeah. much, much more in line and, and be able to stay and, and hopefully, you know, be able to live right there and have parks and connectivity and, 
and help you know help that 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 help that whole situation out. Not everybody needs to get on the sixty and go in. Right, you right? just can't keep up. Right, and that would then alleviate traffic as well. Support it. So, what does that mean for your high population of seasonal residents? The mobile home parks are still and, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, well, we always say, what we say Rudy, we're like forty thousand, and we go to well, we say about seventy thousand. Yeah. I mean, it's a significant yeah. part of our economy. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's uh, it's a part time economy, which mm-hmm. uh, you know some of our businesses uh, struggle in the summertime. Mm-hmm. We want to uh, remedy that, mitigate that with new residents, uh, but also. Why can't Apache Junction bring in uh, more visitors? You know, let's let's get uh, more attractions, more good places to eat, more fun things to see in Apache Junction uh, to sustain our businesses year-round. But once again, we're really hoping that this influx of people that are going to be coming into the master plan communities will help balance mm-hmm. that out. But uh, our winter visitors continue to be an important part of Apache Junction. We have plus or minus uh, 120-some Right. mobile home and RV parks in the city. And one trend that we are starting to see is more year-round occupancy of the parks. So they so they don't all, you know, empty out in the summertime anymore. We're finding out that more and more people are, are mm-hmm. staying there year-round and calling it their home. Yeah. You know, moving out here from the Midwest and and, and the, the, the other parts of the country uh, that are now experiencing floods and Snow. odd weather. And Snow, it's like, yeah. let's just stay in Asia. Yeah. We, we recently worked with ASU, right, Rudy, in the planning department, yes. and, and they gave us a great study about yeah. how we can utilize as, a, as an asset that well, those could be great places to live all year round. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Talk yep. about some densities there, contributes and helps to affordable, you know, housing. And mm-hmm. as long as we you have good quality water, sewer roads, and, and, and shelter, it's great. And they add, when, when, when if they stay stay around, that's great. Or, or we have our winter visitors come, they add a whole nother vibrancy that come. It's they true. volunteer in our schools. Oh. You know, they're not big, big contributors to to police calls. Right. <laughs> they're great. They actually support us. They're around. They're on top of things. Yeah. They'll come to our libraries. They'll come to our animal control or pause and claws. And just, you know, it's nice. And it's they volunteer nice, in the community. Volunteer. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. volunteering and and really trying to immerse themselves mm-hmm. in the community when they are here. Yes. But as as but a they, business yeah. owner, right, right, that feast and feast or famine. famine. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. And we just that we're out and I, just when you go out, everybody's hiring out there. And and I could only imagine if you're a business owner out there, you have in your mind and forethought, well, May's coming around again. Right. How do we work that? And so it's mm-hmm. kind of a yeah. So we we're doing our best to kind of help bring that other leg of the stool to kind of stabilize that. Uh, growing up in the Northwest, I like we had snowbird friends yep. and or their yeah. their grandparents or whatever, and uh, we were always taught from Thanksgiving to tax tax season that that's, that's how you kind of yeah, thought of that, it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how that's how the residency happened. So when you say May, it's like yeah, tax season's in the middle of April. Mm-hmm. They gotta get home and file and. And, you know, but now it's electronic, so I, yeah. maybe... Yeah, maybe it helps. Yeah, we can just still use that time right now. Uh, for us, the end of the season is... Uh Typically, uh, the end of spring training. Spring training. Oh, yeah. A lot of folks stick around for. Of course, the Cubs are are in Mesa. Right and there, Mesa. So many other uh, professional baseball teams that uh, do spring training here, and uh, many of our our winter residents uh, are here for that. And so, when that uh, uh, is over, that's when our uh, our visitors uh, thin out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are folks start arriving. Around October, I'd October, say October. September. Yeah, it kind yeah. of comes in waves, but yeah, definitely. Now that I live here yeah. and I see it, uh-huh. and uh, it's so interesting. I always tell people it's like opposite land, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, we hide all summer, and then we come out about October, and like, 
you know, if you, if you say read the newspaper or whatever, you won't see any events really happening over the summer. It's very sparse. And then all of a sudden it's like October 1st. It's a four page spread. <laughs> right. and, yeah. I mean, there is no so, shortage of anything to do. Full. We're finally like, let's release. Yeah, let's let us out. We <laughs> want to play. It's so fun. We get new residents and, and some will come from areas. And, and, and one of my favorite stories is the resident. Like, oh, I want to do a Fourth of July parade. <laughs> so working with them, I was like, well, if you have experienced Apache Junction at 10 a.m. <laughs> right. on July 4th. No, I said, okay, okay, well, let's do it. I'll come with you. We'll stand out for a half hour. See if you want it. And then we, we never, got to, never got to that because yeah. we are just kind of laughing about it. And we said, well, this is what we do. We do a late night. Uh, fireworks show at nine o'clock. No. Yeah. You know, right? And uh, it's a even super then, awesome. It's even it's, it's, it's you know little quick thing. Yeah. <laughs> Watermelon, a few things, and that's that's yeah, you know a lot of people show up. And a lot of people. Another high school. They still live awesome. here. They still oh, want to yeah. do yeah. stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I always leave for the Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. out of here. I can't take it. <laughs> yeah. But, but that, that's one of our events we do. That's when so when I first moved here in '96, my friends would. You know, we didn't text and stuff back then. So they yeah. would call on the house Imagine phone. Imagine that. Right. <laughs> the good and, old days. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, Actually write talk. a letter, um, <laughs> letter and ask how, like, how it was here. And they're like, well, I heard it's a dry heat. I heard, you know, I heard it's a dry heat. And I'm like, yeah, warm up your oven. Yeah. <laughs> to 120 degrees and stick your head in it and tell me how dry you think it feels. Yeah. And that's what living in Arizona is like in the summer. So people come and visit over the spring and they see how beautiful it is. And they're like, I could totally live there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Come. Everybody can. <laughs> yeah. You just, you have to, we earn it. We earn Let's it. put it yeah, that way. That's by, the way to put it. By putting up with our summers. So that said, and like talking about some of the, you know, what you guys have going on, what plans do you guys have for like hospitality, like any hotels or anything to try and attract people to, to our beautiful landscape or to your city? For some reason, we have not seen a whole lot of um, activity from the hospitality sector. We do have a few uh, motels in Apache Junction. And I don't know if it's because we have so much um, of our temporary housing in, in the form of manufactured home parks and recreational vehicle parks that that type of client is absorbed in those areas. It is certainly something that we d have constant discussions about, particularly we, we have a couple of large events every year, the the Lost Dutchman Marathon, mm -hmm. uh, the Rodeo Days, the Rodeo Events. And people do ask about hotel space, uh, but for some reason that part of the, uh, the market hasn't quite clicked for us yet. But we're hoping to uh, mitigate that as well. Yeah, you've got to have a market that's there. And so we've, we've, we've zoned uh, in the downtown yes. uh, some higher densities that would uh, put us in the, in the market eventually for that. And we're hoping we've done a hotel motel uh, study and we're yeah. uh, getting there in terms of market. But we compete. And the reality is we're right next to some really awesome cities in East Valley. And mm -hmm. they also are, you know, from a geographic standpoint, across the border. And so... We see some of those go up close by, and and like, oh, you know, we'll work, we'll move uh, Mountain Earth to try to get something yeah. mm -hmm. um, like that in our downtown. I wonder if maybe more focus on like what I would consider a small business owner, like short term rental owners, things like that. You, mm -hmm. I know you guys don't have like a ton of HOAs like we do in other parts of the valley, and so there's not as many restrictions. So maybe like, I don't know, just making it very short term rental friendly. 
because uh, then you would get your seasonal renters and your, you know, weekend, week-type renters as well. They're really good at marketing pro- their properties and marketing the cities that they're in. You know, there's a really big weekend coming up in the Valley in February, Phoenix Open and the yep. Super Bowl on yeah. the same day. Yep. And this will be an opportunity to see if we get some demand in the area of short-term rentals. Right. I know in the Gold Canyon area there's some, and you can kind of look on the— on the on the websites and see how that is. We could we could watch that. We don't have any restrictions. Yeah, we don't have restrictions. Yeah, so, <laughs> so come, come on, on over. Yeah, we're pretty open. Come about with us, stay in AJ. Are you are you guys excited about the Open and the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm excited that the Super absolutely. Bowl's here. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exciting. I don't have yeah. tickets, so if oh, anybody's yeah, no. listening yeah. <laughs> and wants to donate tickets to Cardinals to in the Super Bowl, you heard it here. <laughs> That's Take right. Already. Yeah. Well, I, I do have some Cardinal tickets already. But there you go. Yeah. Those are a little bit easier to, to obtain. Get, yeah. Than uh, than say Super Bowl tickets. Have they even sold yet? Do we even know? I haven't seen any. Yet. Yeah, I've just been paying attention to like what short term rental prices mm-hmm. are. There's a lot of the owners that haven't even opened up their properties for rent on like VRBO and Airbnb mm. and stuff like that because they're still trying to kind of drive the demand and then mm-hmm. therefore the price up. I'm like, I'll rent my house out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have right. no issues right. with doing that. So tell me more about like other attractions you guys want to see coming to Apache Junction. I know you kind of mentioned like you're excited that some restaurants will start coming. Is there anybody coming that we know of right now or anybody you want to talk to and Tell them, like, you're welcome to come. So we have Goldfield Ghost Town. Yes. That's out in that area. That's that, fun. That's a, you know, it's a huge attraction. Across the street is Lost Dutchman State Park. Mm-hmm. They've done some great amenities for camping and solar um, overnight cabins. Cool. That's super cool, super neat. You're, you know, you feel like you're in a whole different place uh, when you're when you're there. Barlene's. Great, yep. great. Uh, country music. Country theater. music. Theater. I've never. Theater. What's no? bar? Like I've yeah. been to Goldfield, which, by the way, if yeah. you if you're listening and you haven't been there, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You can mine for gold. There's zip lining. There's you know like your wild wild west shows. There's it's really a good time. But what's you said, Barleen's? Uh-huh. Go ahead, Barleen's is a is a country music dinner theater experience. Uh, they've been in the community for a very long time. Our winter visitors love. Barleen's, and it brings in a lot of people from out of town as well. They literally bus people in to mm-hmm. see the dinner shows. Very highly thought of in the community, been popular for so many years. Uh, it's a great attraction to AJ. Attraction to AJ. Uh, we would love to see more of that. We would love to see as far as, uh, you know, what types of businesses we would like to attract. Uh, being that we are the gateway to hiking, camping, boating opportunities, uh, we would love for businesses that cater to those types of activities to locate in Apache Junction. We already mentioned uh, hotels and motels, uh, certainly uh, more sit-down restaurants. We've mm-hmm. probably got all the fast food places now. <laughs> We've got some wonderful yeah. local, uh, locally owned uh, restaurants in town, uh, maybe some of the uh, the chain restaurants, the, the, the good steakhouse. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we've got a couple, but um, we'd love to attract uh, more of those types of businesses uh, as well as employers, you know, uh, office. And, and um, we have uh, quite a few yeah, well, many may not know we have uh, it's yeah. a medical uh, yeah. area, but we have Bluebell as a regional Bluebell, absolutely. Uh, distributor. Yeah. It's a favorite thing, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I think we have one of the best 
Harley. You yeah, do. Superstition yes. Harley yes. is just, and was there. That's why I like to just go there and walk around. It's just incredible. Right, right. And that kind of goes to that outdoor mm-hmm. yeah, kind of place. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, we got a, a Fry's Marketplace now, right. which is wonderful. And that's got, newer, wouldn't you say? Yes. Like, yes. And that's a really nice Fry's Marketplace. Oh, yes, it yeah. is. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they've got a deli. They've got sushi. They've got a little uh, beer and wine bar in there. Yeah. They sell clothes. Of course, we've got a super Walmart and uh, lots of other local businesses as well that uh, are there year-round and they're you know they stick with us uh through thick and thin and uh we certainly appreciate all those folks uh but uh bringing in more uh, yep. just uh what, what's the the expression the 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 rising tide and yeah, all all boats. Boats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well and we have empire uh so we have the the the, the Resolution Copper out mm-hmm. in— uh, What's Resolution, Resolution Copper? Resolution Copper is a huge mining company that's uh, working with, through the federal system in Superior. And they've been working now—how many years, Rudy? 20 years to get the, At least, the yeah. land the yeah. land uh, for that and work through that. But that could drive—that could be an economic—it's one, one of the five Cs. Yep. And uh, Empire Machinery is uh, on Country Club, but yep. they have a huge place out in AJ they where do. they can, you know, lift off in the industrial— Part of that, and, and a huge rental place. It's a you know really neat neat, neat employer mm-hmm. uh, for our community. Yeah, and if you haven't been to Superior, the drive from say East Mesa through mm-hmm. Apache Junction through mm-hmm. Volcanion to Superior is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's yeah. it's really just stunning. And Superior has some really great little restaurants and stuff. Absolutely. Also, yep. uh, absolutely, a couple antiquing stores. Mm-hmm. Apache Junction has some of my favorite antiquing stores. Just to let you guys mm-hmm. know, I'm like I said, I'm in East Mesa, so yeah. I'm over there, there. Yeah. all the time. That's one of my favorite places to go shopping. So. What else would be like some misconceptions, like right, like you can actually go shopping and enjoy the outdoors where not all storage units. And, right, right. I right. think those are some major things that we're working through. I think some folks get to kind of Far East Mesa and think, oh, keep going, you know, because yeah. there's some really neat things out there. And I really do, you know, like to remind everyone that 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 we're not that far out. No, that it's like I said, only 31 miles uh, east of Sky Harbor and 16 uh, right there next to Phoenix Mesa Gateway, and we have access now through the 24. And the 60s. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and next I time think, they go to the Renaissance Festival, like wave high to yeah, the Apache Win- Junction. Yeah, yeah, way high. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Stop and eat at Barleen's, maybe the Handlebar Diner. That's another Handlebar favorite. Handlebar is of mine. another favorite. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of like really neat places like that, right, Rudy? Like Saigon Noms, Vietnamese yep. oh, place. It's yeah, awesome. Momo Bowl, Japanese, won some awards. Uh, you guys just made my stomach growl. Yeah. <laughs> Making my date night we list. Had a couple of uh, uh, Greek food type yep. places. Yeah, we yeah. had one that just opened. Just up opened. And, up. Uh, Where's that at? Um, it's on Apache Trail, just east of Ironwood. It's called Mix Cafe. Mix, Mix Cafe. Two, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have yeah. Like, yeah. They, they have, have like one in Mesa. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, and they just opened another one uh, right there in town. Right, right there in yeah. town. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. They sound like they're you know getting in front of everything. They see what's going on. Exactly. And, and those gentlemen, uh, it's we've had several discussions with them. They want to do more uh, projects yep. in town, including a multifamily development right there. Yeah, that we're in, in preliminary talks about and. And uh, we're excited about that. More infill in the downtown area. Hopefully, we'll spur more more businesses, attract more businesses. Well, their uh, partner restaurant is the Chicago's uh, number one gyro that's been with us for a yes. long time off Ironwood and yes. just right around. It's, that's that's actually a different owner, but yeah. that's the other uh, oh. Mediterranean food restaurant in town. But the the brothers who opened up Mix Two own Mickey D's. Mm. Mickey oh, D's right, really? right, right, yeah, right next door. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Which is yeah. a which is across the street from McDonald's. Yeah. So don't get those two. <laughs> right. So wait, yeah, Mickey yeah. D's so is not sure McDonald's. It's, that's no, right. it's not McDonald's. No, 
Oh my gosh! It's but like, is it still hamburgers and? Well, breakfast? they do hamburgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, I I go there for breakfast all the time. It's a breakfast place, and then yeah. and it's packed in the winter. Really? Yeah. yeah well, I saw you should hurry up and get in there. Now it's the month. Or two. Yeah, <laughs> next last month, then it gets a little busy. But they do a uh, they do a great breakfast and lunch, and then close for dinner. But they're the same owners, right? Uh, that Mickey D's has been in the community for a long yeah, time. Yeah. They used to be located when I first got to Apache Junction. They were located at the old Grand Hotel site, mm-hmm. and they moved uh, around uh, to a couple of spots in Apache Junction. But now they've seemed to have settled in over there um, off of their off of Ironwood and Apache Trail and uh, they continue to be another uh, long um, existing long supporting business of the community and we're glad to see them under new ownership and expanding and bringing in additional ideas and uh, just adding to the excitement absolutely no kidding yeah. wow you yeah. guys really do have a lot going on you must be super busy over oh, there we are. at the city of Apache Junction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's incredible, and 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 we have our you know our a great library system. We we have our own. Uh, not all, in Maricopa County. Sometimes some of the cities and towns, the city managers there, they they have a, a county system for some of their libraries. Okay. We do our own. Same with uh, animal control in terms of those types of things. Oh so, yeah, you were talking about paws, paws and, and claws. claws. Yeah. I meant to ask about yeah. that. What yeah. is that? It's our it's our it's our uh, it's our shelter for. Animals, the, the people of Apache Junction, when early on, when they were establishing uh, their governance, uh, decided, hey, we want to take care of our pets. And so we uh, have a shelter uh, right right in town, and and they are world-class. We love them, and, and we have to get so much community support in helping um, uh, pet owners, and, and we bring in veterinarians and low-cost uh, uh, spay and neutering, and it's it's a fun part of our organization. Wow. He- heavily promote uh, adoption, adoption of, of yeah. pets and uh they do a great job. Our, yeah. our Parks and Rec Department well, yeah, Rudy, awesome. have, yeah, our Parks and Rec yeah. Department. We have a wonderful, wonderful programming there. Um, High-priority Prospector Park, Rodeo Grounds, Superstition Shadows, the Aquatic Center, Center. Multi-Gen Center. Yeah. What? Yep, all those. Well, and you guys must take your animal love very seriously because you guys have an amazing dog park that you put in. How, yes. How yeah. long Brand ago? New. Not long Brand ago. New. Yeah. yeah, just opened back in the spring. And Less than two months yeah, ago. Yeah, probably two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it got immediate uh, use. Like day one, there was people there and there's people there every day. And, and it's fun to see folks out there and uh, dogs of all sizes running around just having fun. And, yeah. And uh, it's uh, and it's right there, right across the street from City Hall, and uh, we get to see that drive in every day, and and uh, you put a smile on your face, and it's like, okay, yeah, today's gonna be a good day. Yeah, it's, it you does know? help, you know, amazing to see that yeah. and have everybody just yeah. embraced it. And and for me, it used to be a, a retention basin yep. that we really retained water, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. It kind of, uh, and we're like, we got to yeah. get this thing draining, and yeah. so it killed two birds with one stone. Good. And really, the ability to do it was because of growth. Right. I, I, everybody said, how do we afford it? I'm like, well, because the last five years we've had growth. We mm. have this thing called parks development fees. And those new folks have, have, have generated enough revenue because we have a, a capital improvement plan. And that plan, that was next on the list. And what the council and community wanted, we'll get it done. We have the revenue. So it's paid off. Wow. Yeah. So now we have to, in the general fund, you know, reimburse it, water, right. mow it, take care of it like mm-hmm. we do everything else. But that is an, a... a, 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 a an example of where good quality planning can help bring something that's really valuable. And they love it. We're, I mean, I'm already getting requests. Where's our next one? Yeah. And of course, you know, we're going to the south and we're going to get some really neat amenities in some of those areas. Oh, um, in the plan community. Mm-hmm. Areas, in the plan community. Yeah. There's already, yeah, I don't know if you've probably seen some of those initial plans for parks. But Yes, yes. Uh, the couple of our uh, um, developments have their own little dog parks. And there's some a couple of dog parks planned in the master plan community areas. 
uh, and our uh, the dog park that just opened. That was also a uh, some intergovernmental intergovern- cooperation there with the county because it's actually located it's on, on what used to be a county yep. retention base. Yeah, Aww. so we didn't have to buy the yeah. land. Yeah, yeah. Every, cool. yeah, yeah, just like our pool. Our pool is on school district land, mm-hmm. and so our pool is just not what I would call a cement pond. It's a it's a zero scape yep. with slides. Yep. It has um it has like a vortex pool. It's really really neat amenity, and we could put all the all the uh, emphasis and revenue just in the actual project and not having to do as much on uh, land purchase. That is really cool. So it sounds like if you are, if you're living in, you know, one of our bigger cities and you're kind of missing that, maybe that small town feel of where you came from or that sense of community that moving to Apache Junction is definitely going to give you that, that what you're looking for with, with what you guys are doing with the city. So that is amazing. Tell people how they can find out information, how they can, you know, look into all the awesome things that we've been talking about. So we would encourage everyone to follow us on social. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so each of our major component units, the departments, police, fire, uh, library, they all have a, a, a Facebook page. Just type in City of Apache Junction, Parks and Recreation, or Parks and Recreation Police Department. We can follow us on all of those avenues. In addition, we encourage everyone to also get familiar with our website, a wonderful website that gives tons of information. And also, I would encourage everyone to look up our Apache Junction or Superstition Mountain Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. They are a big part of the community and actually predate the city. And they are always promoting the events that are going on. We have a world-class marathon. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the Lost Judgment Days. We actually still have a beautiful, wonderful, we have two huge veterans. We have a Veterans Day parade that's that's just wonderful on November 11th every year. And, of course, that's a beautiful time when we're all excited to get out. And those, uh, we have two strong uh, vets vets organizations, and they they really do support. In fact, we're just talking about getting a sign for our Veterans Memorial Park. Yes, and yes. and uh, the support they give us is just tremendous as well. And so we encourage folks just to 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 to, to look us up on on uh, online and and uh, we push out all kinds of information that way and hope that others can follow that way. Yep. As well as they'll have this podcast. Podcast, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. right. Another way yeah, we'll right. push it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thank you so much, you guys, for coming. It was such a joy to talk to you and hear more about a city that you know. I know I personally enjoy and live next door to. So I'm glad. I'm so glad we were able to get the information out to people. Thank you for Thanks coming. Thanks for having us. Uh, thank you so fun. much for having us. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> You've been listening to Smashing Through Walls, a place for robust conversations about the building and blocks of Arizona commercial and real estate investments. Host Carla McGee is a commercial real estate broker with MHG Commercial, powered by My Home Group. The opinions expressed here are not necessarily the opinions of My Home Group and do not constitute any offer or advertisement of business or services. The real estate market is cyclical and listeners assume all responsibility should any return on investment, tax consequences, credit effects, or financing terms not meet their expectations. Guests may not be qualified to provide financial, legal, or tax advice regarding a real estate transaction. Listeners are advised to obtain professional tax and legal advice and counsel. 